Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Rad Reality Show. It's Manic Monday. Everyone sit back and enjoy. But we're going to kick it off with our intro, Manic Monday. It should be called Mad Monday. Manic Monday is like the song. They played it the last Monday. It's the Manic Monday. be in the chat room. You guys, this is a great opportunity to call in and talk to Michelle about Big Brother. So we want to hear from you. The show is for you guys. Welcome, everyone. Welcome, Big Brother fans. This is the Rad Reality Show Network. I'm Jerry Garcia, and I thank you all for being here with us tonight, which is Monday, September 28, 2015. We're about to start the Manic Monday show with Michelle Costa from Big Brother Season 10. She's been out in L.A. in Vegas attending the Big Brother 17 rap parties, so I'm sure she's got a lot to talk about tonight. If you'd like to call in and be part of the show, just dial 1-347-237-5506. Remember to press the one key once you're on our switchboard, or we think you're just listening to the show. Myself and Paul from Minnesota will be your co-hosts, so before we get too busy, mm-hmm. let's say hi to Paul. Paul, how are you doing tonight? Um, pretty good. Uh, nothing new since uh, 24 hours ago, so I've got... I got nothing, but uh, I'm here. Did you check out the the uh, blood moon or the super moon last night? Oh, did not see it. Saw it on on pictures on uh, on the news. Did you? Rich and I took out. You know, last year I bought him these incredible binoculars that are like they're as powerful as most telescopes are. Only the binoculars, and they're on their own massive tripod they have this great big handle in the front where you can adjust everything and they're just incredible um it's like looking through a telescope only it's binoculars and we took those out on the deck last night and got to see the super moon up close and personal and it was incredible so yeah we got to see it really well it was awesome so well, that's I'll what just, those binoculars are made for. 
<laughs> 18 years or whatever? Yeah, yeah, it's going to be uh, 2033 before it rolls back around again. Party started. Um, we'll play her intro and get our host up here with us. Here we go. Welcome, Michelle. What's going on, everybody? It's your girl, the Portuguese princess from Providence that was just in Los Angeles and Vegas. And first off, I want to say I kind of have my voice, which is a little weird if you guys obviously been listening throughout the years and know that I normally come back without a voice and ask somebody to mail it back for me. But... Let's see how long it lasts for, because it is a little raspy. I have so many funny things to talk about. I cannot wait to fill you guys in on the stories that I can tell. <clears throat> no. <laughs> and um, so I cannot wait. Um, first off, I want to say, um, what's up, Jerry and Paul? And chat room, I see you out there. Holla. Um, I'm excited to be back. Uh, It was a long, long nine days, and I got back in finally when I got settled in. It was about, I'd say, 12 or 1 o'clock in the morning, and I did get to see the uh, the eclipse yesterday, so that was really cool to see. And, yeah, you're right, Paul, it is. Next um, um, time we'll see it, it will be in 18 years. So uh, when we're on here on Manic Mondays, we'll definitely talk about it 18 years from now. Um, I also want to say, go Patriots. Yes, go Tom Brady. Deflate all those haters. I love it. Uh, I don't know how your football teams did yesterday. But um, so, everybody, we're here to talk about Big Brother 17. And I personally want to say that I'm very happy that Steve won. Can we get an applause or something? Because he just nailed it. Sherry, how excited were you to see uh, Steve win? And the move he made by getting Vanessa out, I mean, come on. There we go. There we go, Sherry. I mean, were you feeling like that too? I was so excited. Yeah, that was the only move he could make, and it was – it was pretty spectacular. It was a great ending for the season. I mean, yeah, I, I, I feel feel for Vanessa in a way. I mean, she had worked the hardest, I think, in the house as far as just really playing the game hard. But Steve had played hard, too. And, you know, that was such an epic ending to the season. Yeah, I, I I like to see. I thought it was a good three 
final, um, and then when Steve won, um, what move he made. Um, and uh, I'm a little kind of taken back by Vanessa not voting for Steve because she didn't need the money. She was playing that to be the title of playing Big Brother winner, period, end of story. And I thought that she should have definitely had voted for him for the move that he made. Don't you agree, Paul? Paul? Yeah, I was a little confused about her comment before she put the key in that she was voting for the person that would best represent their season. And she may have, as somebody said on one of our shows, she may have still been just a little bit bitter, you know, thinking she had set everything up and and he turned on her. So it may that may not have been her reason. Her reason that she didn't vote for him may have been just she hadn't gotten over being angry at him, you know? Well, I mean, they, they did talk about the uh, jury being bitter, and um, I think that there was different people in the finale. We would have seen that. So I guess we started a little bit, I guess, with Vanessa. And, yeah, you know, um, she could have been bitter, but she said it in the interview before she went to meet with the jury with Julie that um, she played hard, she played a hard game, she made all the moves and everything, and, um, you know, for me, I was just thinking, like, okay, um, you weren't going to take them. She said that too, right? She said, I wasn't going to take them. So I think in that aspect, she should have just clicked right there and said, you know what, he got me out. I did all these moves. That was the biggest move by far. And in the speech, Steve said that Vanessa was, like, the best female all-time player, which I, I agree, game-wise, I mean, she was strategically just awesome. The player got played, right? Basically, that's what happened. But um, so I, I'm I'm inching towards uh, the finale party, as you can tell, right? So let's talk a little bit quick about America's um, favorite player um, before we start talking about the story. So I just want to say congratulations to James for getting America's favorite player. I mean, it was probably a very tight race between him and Johnny Mac, and congrats. Um, But I was super excited. I'm not sure if everybody else out there saw this, but our boy Jason was top three. Hello. I was so excited. I was like, you know, for him to have been out that long, not in the jury, me and him had, like, a girl moment. Like, I was like, I can't believe that you were top three. That's so exciting. I told you you were awesome and America loved you. And he was like, I know. I'm so loved. He's like, I didn't realize that I thought, you know, a lot of people didn't like me. So I thought that was cool. Didn't you think so, Cherry? Absolutely. I adore him. And, you know, what really touched my heart was even though everybody loves him and you know, you wanted to vote for him. He was actually encouraging people to vote for James. What a big heart that kid has. Yeah. I mean, I don't. Yeah, I, I mean, I think he kind of heart didn't think he was. Yeah, like, you know, everybody kept talking about James and Jay and and and, um, and Johnny Mac. You know, it was just like blah 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 blah. 
And I like it that they that she brought up like the three. You know, it gives kudos to him because I think he really doesn't. You know, I a lot with him, and he like he got he has a lot of love, but I don't realize it, he really kind of grasps how much he's just loved throughout. So if you guys have his Twitter or Facebook, make sure you go and give him love because he deserves it. He's awesome. And um, spent a lot of time with him. Um, Paul, are you excited that James won? Yeah, no, I I was expecting him to win, but I was thinking, oh, am I going to be disappointed, you know, and the vote will go elsewhere. But, I mean, when Julie said the top three, I basically – you know, you could see all the top three on camera, and I basically focused my eyes on James because that's who I wanted to see his expression when he heard it, and I was happy that he, he got it. And, yeah, Jason uh, making uh, the top three for being out as early as he was uh, really speaks volumes. It does, and I'm watching your chat room, and I don't know if you guys out there were, I think it was on Twitter, but there's this gif kind of um, about Austin when Julie was announcing the America's favorite player, and there's James, there's Johnny Mac, and there's Jason, which is so funny, JJJ, um, top three. Um, And then there's Austin behind, and Austin gives a roll of the eyes you know, like he couldn't believe that he was in top three. It was just so funny. I don't know if anybody out there saw it, but I do see a couple of people out there um, that did see that. Um, Terry, did you see that? It was hilarious. Mm-hmm. Uh, Paul, did you get to see it? If anybody out there has the link to it, please put it up on our chat room because it was hilarious. No, I, I did not see it. Uh, I did catch at one time on the feeds uh, when I tuned in near the end that he was ta- he was on the hammock talking to Julia and Liz and he was basically telling Liz that she had America's favorite player hands down and I just sat there and rolled my eyes at home. Yeah. Um, okay. Just I just want to touch base real quick a little bit about Big Brother 17, and then we'll move on. Um, to the aftermath, as I like to call it. Um, what did you guys think of, there's a lot of talk about Liz's speech um, and the way she answered the questions. Do you think that that kind of helped Steve or how, like, do you think that she could have done a better job at her speech? Charlie, what do you think? I mean, we know that she has a twin, right? So... I feel like she was really nervous. That's what it came out to be. Yeah, her speech was not not all that great, but I think she was very nervous. You know, I don't I don't think either of those girls have had any practice in public, you know, public speaking, and if you have not done public speaking before in your life, it is frightening to do. It is very scary. Stand up. Yeah, it is. And I don't blame anyone for having a shit ton of nerves when you stand up in front of an audience, you know, full of people and have to speak 
if you have never done it and are just nervous as hell. It's nerve-wracking. And so I can't hold that against her. You know, she was just completely unprepared. And I think she should have prepared herself a little because obviously it looked like either one of the other two that could possibly, you know, take first place was going to take her as well, I mean, you're your top three. I mean, wouldn't you have it in your head? The first thing I would have said if I were her, right, which it took her actually to her final speech to say it, and I, I like, screamed at TV. Now, mind you, I watched the finale um, in Woodman Bar in um, Sherman Oaks, right down the street from um, the, the studios at Boogie's Place. And so think about it. You're there with, like, a bunch of people, like hundreds of people at a bar. I came home yesterday, and I watched it over. And the first thing that Liz should have said is I don't think she gave herself enough credit about the fact that she won competition. She won HOHs. And she kept talking about, oh, I have a twin, and Austin helped me, and my alliance. And she never talked about what she did, and I'm like, girl, you got to talk about yourself. Like, I understand very, very difficult, right? If you don't have a speech, say what you know. Know what you did. You won HOHs, and she did. She won competitions. So I was yes, kind of like, did. come on. I'm like, come on, you got to say what's going on, like what you did. I understand. Like, you know when you want to shake somebody? Like, I have trouble speaking in front of crowds as well. Like, I, even if I had something planned, it would not come out the same way because it, it, that's just the way my mind works. Um, but, you know, she, she definitely needs to have thought about it. I mean, top three, she had a 33.33357 chance of being in the finals. <laughs> I, there's, if there's a mathematician out there, I hope I didn't get it wrong. But um, I also thought it was funny that they kept having issues with, uh, Steve's um, equipment, Audio. and and I wanted to be like Julie. We can hear him. I, obviously, they couldn't hear him uh, in the set, but it was just so funny because he had to repeat it like four or five times over, and he had no issues with it. You could tell he was a little bit nervous, but oh my goodness, can I just talk about meeting him? Okay, so should we should we get right into it, Cherry and Paul? You guys ready for the stories? Now, why did you have to talk about audio issues? Now we can't hear you. You can't hear me? There we go. Now we can hear you. Oh, <laughs> see, maybe maybe that was a setup. Wink, wink, nudge, <laughs> nudge. Keeping the drama, keeping the drama going. Um, well, talking about Steve, it, it was crazy. I just want to let you guys know that it was absolutely nuts at the finale party. Um, there was hundreds of people, hundreds. I mean, it was craziness, and there was people everywhere. In the VIP room, the way it was set up, everybody was kind of, like, swarmed in there, and we we had to, like, go out, like, running around, roaming around, going outside, going here, going there, because we just needed to have some air to breathe. So my meeting of Steve went very well. Um, he gave me the best hug I've ever had, you guys. If you have ever noticed the way he gives hugs, he really hugs you, and he holds that hug. 
he hugged me for like two minutes, like kind of like uh-huh. a Dan Jesse hug. It was pretty. I need to say something too. here. We have a, a number of calls on the switchboard right now, but nobody uh-huh. has pressed the one key. So if you'd like to join us on air, please let us know by pressing the number one key. Otherwise, we think you're just listening to the show. So if you want to come on and talk to Michelle, press your number one key and let us know that you want to come, you know, come on air with us and talk to Michelle. Press that number one key, folks. They 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 want to hear the stories, Cherry. They're like eating their popcorn, sipping on their tea. Mhm. Well, so I talked to Steve, and I'm like, "Oh my God, you did such a great job." He's like, "Oh my God, I love you. I'm having such a girl moment." He's like, "I can't believe it." He's like, "I'm having a fan moment," and I'm like, "You did so good." I'm like, "You know, uh, you need to come to Vegas," and we talked a little bit more. And he's like, you need to come talk to my mom. So I met Mama Steve, and she is as cute as can be. She knew who I was. She's like, oh, my God, Michelle. So um, Steve's like, tell her what you said. Tell her what you said. I said, I was so proud of him. He did such a good job. He goes, tell her what else you said. Um, You give the best hugs ever. He's like, tell her what else you said. And I I couldn't pick up on what he was saying. He goes, Tell her you want me to go to Vegas. So I'm like, oh, my God, yeah. So I'm like, oh, my God, Steve's got to go to Vegas. He's like, well, I don't want him flying alone. He doesn't want to fly alone. And Jackie's birthday is a month away. It was the cutest thing. She was, like, so overprotective of him. And he was, like, begging me to have, like, beg his mom to go to um, Vegas. Isn't that cute? Aw, she is so adorable. She was so nice, and his father was so nice, like sweet as can be. And they are like the like the like shy Big Brother fans. She was like, "Can I take a selfie with you?" I was like, "Of course." And unfortunately, Steve wasn't able to make. A lot of the past house guests weren't able to make it to Vegas because they didn't let a lot of them go till like Saturday. They were like holding them hostage, like for extra long. But um, so that was my meeting with Steve. So let me talk about my meeting with James. So I meet up with James, and he was, like, one of the last people to show up. And I was like, oh, my God, James, he freaked out. And I was, like, so proud of you. I was like, we were rooting for you, um, you know, glad you went. He's like, I can't believe it. He goes, you guys go through a lot in the house. And I said, well, I want to let you know something. So guess what I told him, you guys. So. If you guys listened, obviously you did. If you missed it, go back in the archives. But a few weeks back, we had Whitney, which is James's best friend, and Bree, which is um, James' baby's mother, on our show as guests. Right? Cherry and Paul, you remember that, right? And then right. Cherry and Paul, we were all talking, right? And then what happened? We started hearing like a voice, right? Mm-hmm. And we were all like, what is that? And we're like hearing like, da, 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 da. And it was James's daughter making her debut appearance, voice-wise, via phone on Manic Mondays. And she just 
was talking in her language, and I know she was saying, go daddy, go daddy, go daddy. That's what I feel like she was saying. Um, Cherry and Paul, you remember that, right? I mean, we were all like, you could hear a pin drop. Yeah. And I told James, I said, James, I told him the story. He looked at me, and he almost cried. He said, get out of here. And I said, yeah. He goes, oh, my God, that's, like, the best thing I've heard. Isn't that awesome? Yeah. It was very awesome. So a lot of other stuff happened. Let's go to my meeting with Vanessa. Okay. Bottom line, best female that has played Big Brother. Her strategy, her maneuvers, the blood on her hands, and I liked what Jason said when he said you should have just owned it. Like, at some point, she should have just owned it. And that could have really been, you know, a good thing or a bad thing. We we know, we don't know. So my meeting with her is, and I see her, and she's like, oh, my God. So she comes up to me, she puts her arms around me, and she's like, listen, you guys, I can't even imagine if I did, wasn't in the house, what you guys go through in that house, living through it, being there, having all those different emotions, thinking that when I watched it, you guys were all crazy and, like, why would these people act like this? You know, I play poker and I could have a poker face. And, you know, it was so unreal, she said, to be living in that. And now looking at you, seeing you, you know, you're like OG, big brother, and to know, like, what you went through and all that, she's like, I appreciate you guys and the game and the fans so much more. Mm. What? Right? Yeah, Wasn't that, so like, pretty cool. cool? Yeah. You know, it was like humbleness, you know. And Mel was sitting, like, kind of down on the couch and, um, oh, before that, so Vanessa, asked, after she says that to me, she looks at me and she says, Michelle, look, and she puts her hand up and she goes, Melanie proposed to me and I'm engaged. Oh, my gosh. Melanie's yep. beautiful. Yes, and I was like, get out, and I was like, where's Mel? And she's like, right behind you on the couch. So I turn around, I'm like, Mel, oh, my God, because I had met her a couple of days prior when I had met the um, – uh, the castmates that had left the show prior to jury. And um, so I was like, oh, my God. So I was like, Mel, congratulations. I was like, what happened? Tell me. So Mel said, you know, the plan was, I guess, if had, if she had made it to the final two and one, it was going to happen on stage. Wow. And Yeah. And because it didn't happen, she said she changed her routine around and she did something, you know, I, there was, like, rose petals in the room, and, you know, they, she proposed to her and stuff. And I was like, oh, that's so beautiful. So congrats to Vanessa and to Mel. And she was so happy. She was, like, gushing. So for all you Vanessa fans out there, she's pretty awesome. The, I'll be honest with you, the, the cast was 
amazing. Okay, so you guys want to hear more? Okay. So Met Becky, she is the most normal one, I'd say, out of all of the Big Brother people. (laughs) She was so down to earth. She was so cool, beautiful. And me and her talking, and, um, you know, obviously I told her she was a competition beast. And um, I was like, I can't believe you got hit by a train. Then guess what she does? She shows me a picture of her right after she got hit by a train. Wow. I was like sipping on my syrup, and if nobody knows what that means, I was downing my alcoholic beverage. (laughs) I was like, whoa, that's crazy. I mean, she's gorgeous, and she didn't even have any plastic surgery. It was just, it's just crazy, you know, to think about, like wrap your head around that, you know? Like I've never met anybody that got hit by a train and survived, you know? Wow. So gorgeous. You know, there's other big news in the Big Brother world, too. What? Adam and Sarah had their <gasps> baby. Oh, do you know that I called him and me and him cried on the phone? <laughs> so we are sending a congratulations from the Rabbi Alley Show, Blog Talk Radio, and I know all of the Big Brother fans, the Big Brother Familia, everybody from that's on the chat room that's listening, congrats to our Adam Pock and Sarah for the beautiful Natalia Victoria um, yes, that was she's born. so beautiful. She's so cute. And if you guys saw his post, which was so kind of cool, um, it the, the birth was September 26th, I think at like 6.47 p.m. And their first kiss and their first date or no, their first date was first September date. 26th at 6.32, like seven minutes before. How Is that not the coolest thing ever? Coolest thing ever. So if you haven't yet, Make sure you send a congrats to Adam and Sarah um, on their beautiful little baby girl who is going to be spoiled rotten, I know it, and better start getting some teeth soon because she needs to have bacon in her life to learn if we can liquefy uh, bacon. Give her baby carrots and bacon liquid. (laughs) I don't know. That doesn't really sound good. Um. So let's move on. Let's see. Okay, so the only person I didn't meet, which I'm so bummed out about, was Jeff. Like, the only people that got to see him was when he went to the finale live show because I guess he had an issue with his plane before and got there, like, super late and then had to leave, like, right after finale because of work um, priorities. So Jeff is the only one I didn't get to meet. Jeff. Oh, Jeff? Yeah, I did not get to meet him. He's the only one. So um, let's go to the next person, which was Johnny Mac. 
And it was awesome meeting him, um, talked to him for a little bit, and he was like, oh, I heard that, you know, that you were really, like, rooting for me and your um, a radio show and everybody that, um, you know, listens to your show really uh, had my back and that you had my friends and my brother on. I was like, oh, my God, yeah. There was a couple of times where we thought that your brother was you, and I said, besides that, there was a lot of ladies hitting on your brother, right? Yeah. You guys remember that. You you crazy kids out there. I love the love you guys give our guests. I'll say that. Um, Johnny Mac is exactly like the same in person. He has the best laughs. He's so awesome. He's really cool. He's tall. Um, and just to let you guys all know, should we spill the beans now or... Yeah, you guys have been so good out there, chat room and listeners who not pressed one, they're just sitting there listening. Um, guess who's our next week's guest? Hmm. 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 Wonder who it could well, be. Yeah, well, if you're all wondering, Johnny Mac will be on next week. So. Everybody, go crazy, happy dance, whatever you want to do, jump up in the air. Yes, yes. So be prepared for that. I cannot wait to hear what he has to say. He also, folks, I heard this rumor, he along with Megan James, might have filmed a um, popular soap opera. Bold and Beautiful. Bold and Beautiful, the soap opera. Yes, I hear that they're going to be part of the Halloween special, as we all know, has been always Big Brother friendly. I wonder if Austin made it on there. He kept swinging. I did not hear that. I heard, yes. Sorry, the funny you brought that up, I was going to say something. I heard it was James, Meg, and Johnny Mac. <laughs> and I think I was, I'm pretty excited about that that trio. I am too. Mm. Speaking of that trio, somebody who I did not get to yet, Meg. Meg, I go up to her and I put my face and I was like, hey. And she was like, what? What? I mean, uh, what? Oh, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Is this happening? That's the intro I got from Meg. Did anybody expect anything less? Did anything, anybody expect anything less? Looking gorgeous in her blue dress, if anybody's seen the pictures. Ridiculous. She is just adorbs. I love her. She was the cutest by far. I mean, it really took her, like, a minute and a half before she actually said a word. It was just, like, noises. If you could pack it, you know, if you could you could somehow channel her energy and her bubbliness, you could make millions. She just has this energy about her that is so sweet and 
Oh, she was as sweet as can be. I mean, yeah. So, you know, it was funny because, you know, sometimes, like, you meet, like, house guests and they have, like, their persona, they have their thing that they do, and they come out and they're completely different, whether it's better or for worse. A lot of these house guests were pretty much exactly to kind of, like, the team besides, like, um, you know, gameplay-wise and, you know, game-wise and whatever, but, like, their personalities and stuff. They were, like, really, really cool, um, very open um, themselves. Like, there was, like, a lot of commodity between them, you know. It was great to see. It was, um, I think, an overall fantastic cast of just a lot of different eclectic type of personalities and um, a lot of different hardcore players in their own kind of way. And uh, we saw that with a lot of different um way people play the house and sitting back and playing hard right away, whatever it was. But let's get to my meeting. Um, I'm going to start off. I couldn't figure out which one was which because I could, Julia and Liz look exactly like so. I see Liz. I mean, Julia. Oops. <laughs> which is probably a normal mistake. Anyway, so I'm like, hi, Julia. And she's like, oh, my God. She's like, I can't even believe this. And I'm like, oh, my God, me neither. And she's like, you sound just like me and my sister. That's the first thing she said to me. (laughs) Can you guys just all out there just laugh out loud? Because I was like, well, the raspiness, not like totally. You've been saying that all season, and then they turn around and say that to you. Yeah, well, that was Julia. She was separate. This was she was like actually like walking towards the bathroom. So we had a girl moment, and then you know um, I was with Lawan, and they're like obsessed with Lawan. By the way, obsessed with Lawan. They talked about it the entire time, so they had a freak out moment. She was so cool and down to earth and everything. And so then I meet Liz. And Austin. So I talked to Liz first because Austin was talking. And I'm like, oh, my God, hi, Liz. And she's like, oh, my God, I love you. And I was like, oh, you did such a great job, you know. And she's like, oh, my God, we talk alike. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute, I'm having a freaking twilight moment right now. do 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 Tell me right now you guys are not just dropping it like it's hot out there. Out of my mind. Can you imagine? Can you imagine, Cherry and Paul, like, haven't we been saying this kind of like the entire kind of season? Adam Pock actually is to blame. Yeah. I I told him, I I kept reiterating, we have the same raspy voice. I think that's about it. (laughs) (laughs) No, but it was funny. Um, so then, okay, I talked to Austin and Austin is as tall and big and epic and he was really cool. He was really laid back. Um, and this is pre people, another huge happening. And if you didn't hear yet, what the heck have you been doing? Either you've been detoxing from Big Brother and have not been on the internet or whatever. But I witnessed the infamous 
Beard. That's right, folks. Judas's beard. Get cut off by Liz. Oh, my God. Whoa. So, Paul, did you see the infamous beard cutting? The, the infamous what? Beard cutting. He cut his beard. Liz cut his beard at the party. No, I didn't see that picture. <gasps> Shut up. No, was it totally cut off or just a little whatever ponytail? No, it was cut off like where he goatee, where he, he, he had to shave it. She couldn't cut off anymore. <laughs> Kim says she wants to know what fell out of it. Ew. <laughs> well, I can tell you what I asked him. So that was going on, and everybody went freaking crazy. So if you haven't seen it, if there's anybody out there that can post the link up or whatever, um, his beard did get cut off. Um, so then I see him like a little while after, and I'm like, Austin. And all he has is like a little kind of like a, like a fade, but on his like chin. And it's like squared. It was so funny. You can just tell it was cut by scissors. And I'm like, I can't believe you just cut your beard off. He goes, right? And I said, do you have it? Like, you could sell that on eBay. And he was like, yeah, it's in my pocket. And and I was like, get out. And he's like, yeah, do you want to see it? And I was like, nope, I believe you. (laughs) (laughs) He wants to see it. And then... I took a picture with him, and if you go on my Facebook, you can see the picture. You can see a freshly cut Austin um, in my um, album that I put up. Um, so if you haven't seen it yet, Paul, make sure you go, go take a glimpse at that. Um, Cherry, you got to see it. What did you think? Were you kind of like, finally, or were you yes. like, well, is it going to run off or what, like on its own and I no, I didn't blame her at all. I was like, you. She didn't want to do it. It took like literally three minutes of everybody screaming, like, "Do it, do it!" Like Ryan Carrillo and uh, Rachel were on like the the in the DJ booth and was in the DJ booth, and she wouldn't do it. She like was like, "Austin, are you sure?" Oh my God, she went to go do it, and then she stopped, and she's like, "I can't do it," and she went to go walk away. This was like a three minute thing, people. This didn't just happen, like, it was dramatic. Did did you see that, Terry, or did they just show the snipping of it? I didn't see, I probably just saw the very end of it. Yeah, I guess it depends on who put up the video, because it was, it was ridiculous. Okay, moving on, I don't, I want to try to make sure I get everybody in before the end of the show. Shelly, well, I met Clay beforehand, but we'll put Shelly and Clay together because they were so cute. Shelly is so mini, tiny, spunky, awesome, like, beautiful, smart. She was just overall, like, you just want to love her. You know, she has such a great personality, and she's very, like, dear. Like, you, you, one of those people you just want to hug. 
and I I liked Shelly, and she did so, so go great in competitions, and she was kind of like the level level headed um, jury member, you know, along the line of when we saw you know the jury round table and stuff. Um, but that, um, but Clay and her, you know, dancing around and having a blast, and there was um, a time where they went up, um, they were called up to the DJ booth by Rachel and Ryan Carrillo, and by the way, Rachel looks gorgeous pregnant, not that she didn't before, but she looks gorgeous. She's um, glowing. Oh my God, she did, and I was so excited, you know, um, and um, so... Shelly, it seemed like they were doing a lot of kind of like uh, double dares, truth or dares, like, you know, putting them on the spot. And Shelly had to unbutton um, Clay's shirt. (laughs) And that took about three minutes. That took about three minutes. Let's put it that way. Um, But they are so cute and fun. We danced. We had fun. I met Shelly's twin. And the funny thing is, he's like six five, and she's like four nine. And I'm like, oh my god, Shelly! I go, he stole your height in the womb. And she was like, that's so hilarious. Tell that to my brother. And I told her brother, you stole her height in the womb. And she goes, yeah, but she stole my looks in the womb. She's gorgeous. <laughs> it was the cutest thing, you guys. Like seriously. So um, you, they are so nice. So what you're you. saying, you sound like they will probably last a while. Yeah, I mean they the they are very cute. Um, I don't know like what their um, uh, geography is like, and uh, you know, I I didn't really I didn't ask actually. I'll be honest with you because like when I was there like on Friday, um, I mean Thursday for that rap party and stuff. You know the the fans you know, paid money to go see, you know, myself, but they are there to see them first. So I'm like, I'm not going to be like the girl fan and be like, oh, my God. I said, I know a lot of these guys are going to to Vegas. Who I know is not going to Vegas, I'll wait till the end. Well, girly moment came sooner than I thought. And then at that point, there was like, you know, it was scramble moment because I I don't know. It was just like I didn't want to be like, hey, you know, even though I did inside. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so then let's start with Jace. Oh my god, Jace is so cool, very nice, down to earth, laid back. Um kind of wanted to see what he would have done in the game, you know. I still feel like there's a bad rap, like why would you after the fact Julia was in the house and everybody know, like, could you have not made a little block for him and put his face on it? Like why? I don't know, but he was really, really cool. Um, we hung out a lot, and um, definitely he's going to be coming on Manic Monday um, as soon as everything's set up and we have exact dates. I will let you guys all know that. Um, I probably shouldn't say this, but I wish we could have seen Jace in the Big Brother house on a season when Austin wasn't in there. Well, yeah, I mean, together we're toxic together. You know, sometimes it's like, in the beginning, it's really hard to like mix well and mesh well, and 
figure out people's personalities, like that's the point where sometimes you might need to sit back or there's the the budding heads align and they buck until they see what happens, you know, and that's hard in the house. I mean, you don't want to be the first one to go, you know, but um, when you start, even if you don't start it, but you're in a fight, by by a long shot, whomever is in a fight is getting put up first. I mean, we got Rennie and um, Jesse put up first, you know, and so um, because they got in a fight. It's just easy targets, you know, so that's the thing. Even yeah. if you're not the one that started it, even if you're at the ass end of it and you didn't do anything, you're already a given because it's an easy target. So, but, I mean, yeah. you never know. There is season um, 18 that has been signed since last year. And obviously the rumors are starting to churn out there like butter. Well, we have somebody on the switchboard. He's been listening for quite a while, and I was hoping he was going to push one, and he just now pushed the number one key. So we have somebody that would like to come on and chat with you who is out there right. in Cali with you. Are you ready? Yes. All right, let's do this. We have Mr. Ed Brophy on with us. How are you, Ed? Hey, Dave. So I hear you're talking about rumors. Can you tell me anything that might have been overheard in the Big Brother backyard? Hold on. My voice is going. You soaked me. (laughs) How excited you surprised me. Uh, I have no idea what you're talking about. Can you repeat the statement? I said uh, you're talking about rumors for Big Brother 18. Can you tell me anything that might have been overheard in the backyard? No, I wasn't in the backyard, so I could not state that. Oh, see me. Did I you hear anything? I did hear a little rumor about eighteen. What? Wait, are you allowed to say anything? Should we all put our lines not... down? Should we like hide for cover? <laughs> well, I don't know. You might want to get out there a little more and not hide, if you know what I mean. Excuse me. So. I may have been doing a little eavesdropping when I was in the backyard for finale night. Okay. And I might have heard, allegedly, Mm -hmm. that they were talking about 18 being all-stars. Ooh. Everybody out there? It's a possibility. It could be. And I may have heard a couple names. Okay. Does MC have? Who's MC? Sam have the initials MC. Who's MC? Michelle Casta. Michelle's name was might have been mentioned. Yeah. <laughs> what? Michelle, you already know you didn't believe me when I told you you were shocked. No, but it wasn't from. How do I say this? It was from someone who's been with the show longer than Allison Grodner. Damn. So Um, drop the mic. 
<laughs> well, let's they're, hope they're, that these uh, rumors are true. I don't know if I could interview in the backyard, though, because we would be cut off after, before our three minutes was up. Because um, all the three I'm, minutes would be just me and you yelling at one another, hugging and carrying on. Oh, my God. Well, I would love to be asked to go back. Um, I think that, you know, as a lot of people have been uh, spectacle of what it's going to be about, which is kind of similar to the survivor with second chances and second chances being um, no returning past uh, players, no winners, and I'm neither of those. So, so far, so good on that. Well, I will say I didn't hear any winner names. All right. I only heard people who, who, I didn't even hear well, them. Now I think well, about Ed, it. I didn't sometimes even hear any you have final voices in, Ed, sometimes you have voices in your head. Are you sure? <laughs> no, just kidding. <laughs> I wasn't drinking yet. I didn't drink till I got to you at the viewing party. <laughs> um, how was your experience? I mean, you were backstage, uh, you had such a different kind of aspect that I did. I was on the outside looking in, you were inside looking out. How was the atmosphere there? I mean, you got to uh, hold Jesse's phone. Well, that happened by accident, but yeah, I ran into Jesse when I was on my way in, and I still don't understand why they take their phones. Because they don't want you to, because it's live on the East Coast, but it's not live um, in L.A., and they don't want people to tweet or whatever. Not, they know that it's going to be done on I the know, Internet. But, they, just, they just don't want anybody to say anything while they're visually actually there. But the, the what do you call it, the live feeds in the backyard and the interviews went live at 8.30 West Coast time, so the show hadn't even started airing yet. It was still Survivor. Maybe they don't want anybody sending pictures of, like, the production, like, the back, you know, the cameras. Maybe if somebody slipped, um, not covering the name on the key when they put it in. You know, something like that. So, But the energy this year was uniquely different. Like, how? It was more calm. Really? Why? And I don't know, and I, because I, I, the girl I was with from Reality One at AJ, I was, we were talking about it, and I'm wondering if it's because most of the cast that, how do I say this without insulting the people who made it? Some the early Vic D's were really the life and energy of the. Show. Yeah, How's that, a lot does of that people sound? got left. A lot of people that got out early should have been. Um, you know, at least jury members, if not, right, so, you know, final two. But, Is that what so you're trying to fair, say? <laughs> I'm just, you know, I'm referencing Les Moonves's comment that this was the worst cast ever, and I don't think it was the worst cast ever. No, I, think I don't the think entertainers so. like Dave, not David, like Devon and Audrey and Jason, I think we would have had a much different season entertainment-wise, had they been in the house longer. Yeah, absolutely, I agree. That's I absolutely agree with that. Yeah, I mean, we, we saw it beforehand, and we've seen it as they've 
they're out of the house and, you know, the um, warm welcoming they've had with the, you know, social media and hanging out with them, they were so awesome. It was just I, like... I will, I will say well, compared to seasons past that this much this was a much more fan-friendly group at the finale party. Yeah. Like they weren't tucked away in the VIP area. Oh, yeah, no, they were out there. I mean, the heat definitely had something to do with it. You had to roam around or you'd pass out. When I oh, tell you guys this, I mean, it was, and it was so hard to, like, be able to even talk to each other. You know, first off, I didn't want to keep them from the fans because the fans, they you know, they paid money to go in. They paid a lot. And I can have my time after, which I thought, but some didn't, weren't allowed out, but whatever. Um, but it was so hot where you just went to go find a place just to dry off because you were sweating. We were, like, sweating profusely everywhere. Everybody was. Right, Ed? I mean, how hot was it? Um, I live in the desert two and a half hours away. And even Wednesday night, it was so much hotter in Los Angeles. And I think it was the, it was much more humid. And I was standing by the pool table by the door, my shirt, like I soaked through my shirt. And I was basically on half in, half outside. Yeah, it was like, when we went to the party, it was like 90 something degrees out. And it was like nine o'clock, 10 o'clock at night. It was so, like yeah, it over a hundred degrees every day. Um, was, we had a question hot. from the, the chat room, and I'm going to ask both of you. They want to know right, which please. house guest, which house guest you met, that was totally different than you anticipated them to be. Oh, that's easy for me. Go ahead, Ed, because I got to think about this. Well. I had a moment in the backyard with Audrey. Now, if y'all remember back to when Paul and Cherry and I did the first impressions, I wasn't very impressed with Audrey. And I was a big Team Austin person. Well, we know if you've watched my Twitter, that's changed. Anywho, (laughs) Audrey and I, we got to talking and during the interview and it was about how she really is like a trendsetter and that I personally think she has more impact than Caitlyn Jenner. And so I started to share my story with Audrey and Michelle can attest to this. Even by the time I got to the, the viewing party, I was an emotional wreck. Ed Brophy doesn't cry. And Ed Brophy was crying. Aww. So, Audrey is just a magnificent, warm-hearted, strong, incredible woman. Absolutely. Yeah, she she really is cool. And, you know, she has, like, a quirky side to her, serious side to her. She's beautiful. She's smart. She had um, stickers. I don't know if you got stickered, Ed, but she had Dark Moon as her lines, and it was her face on a Dark Moon, 
and she was going around like, hey, I, you know, you're awesome, and patting them on the back and putting their, her sticker on everybody. And um, I think it was Shelly that said, I woke up this morning and my hair was stuck to my back and I didn't know why, and then I found a dark moon sticker on me. Audrey, you're crazy. It was pretty funny. I found the dark moon sticker as I was packing my bag Friday morning to drive back to Palm Springs. I had no clue. I had no clue. But she That's what that is. And she was on that on a dark moon. Yeah. And she's absolutely stunning in person. Oh my god, gorgeous. So Hmm, let me think about that. Okay, so my answer to that question, yeah, Ed is Audrey. Okay, I know this is going to sound weird because I already met this person before, but, okay, so I'm going to say Jason, and the reason why I say that is I've met him before. This was pre-Big Brother, pre-everything, supermarket where he worked, paper, whatever, plastic, go Zingbot. Um, And then... I hadn't seen him since he got back. I've talked to him, whatever, but hanging out with him. And it was just awesome. And he looked at me, he goes, you know when I get home, I'm going to call your ass every day. And I said, I know. Like, you had to get over it. He was like, I just didn't understand why you wanted to hang out with me, why anybody wanted to hang out with me. And I'm like, what? Like, you're so awesome and he's so cool. And we just had that, like, you know, Ed, how you and me have a good time. We just have that right. that good time. You know what I mean? Well, that's how Jason and I were in the Vegas. What'd you say? We, Jason and I were like you and I when we were in the backyard. We were just carrying on, and our interview was actually cut short because we were carrying on. And Jason is the exact same person in person that we saw on TV. To the T. And beyond. I mean, he's just, he's a really awesome, and he's a big, huge Big Brother fan, and he's just, he knows the game, and and he just was like, you know what, let bygones be bygones, you know, with the game, you know, and, uh, you know, I'm I'm just so happy to be a part of this. And he was, like, having his moments, meeting everybody. He's like, oh, my God, I can't even believe this is happening right now. And I go, you remember me? And you, I used to used to ask me about these parties, and I used to tell you how crazy they were. Like, you wouldn't even believe it. And I told him one day you will be a part of it. And he comes up to me, like, at the pool at Liquid um, where James Ryan um, works and hooked us up. And he came up to me. He goes, I'm having that moment right now. And I go, told you. It was just, like, so many different things that happened, like, it was just awesome. It really it really was. And it was like you seeing him kind of like grow up and kind of like in that little time frame just like own what he did, you know, and finally get that top three, you know. He didn't win. It's not the point of winning. It's like the point that people loved him no matter what, no matter what he did or how he said it, what accent he de- said it in. And um, it was awesome. And he really appreciated you guys. He really loved it, and he really said that he loves his fans and really appreciates all you guys. And, you know, 
I don't know. It was just awesome. So I hope you guys don't dislike my answer because I think it's a pretty good answer. And so, um, Jerry, do you more questions in the chat room? Because they're kind of going crazy out there right now. And run on a conference call I have to get on. All right, Ed. Well, thank you so much for calling in, babe. I love you, and I can't even believe I'm not going to see your face for, like, another year. Well, no. No. Yes, and don't forget, you guys, Reality Rally kicks off October 1st. So give it to Michelle so we can bring you some live streaming scoop from Reality Rally in April. And I'm going to try to figure out this Periscope stuff. So there is one other question from the chat room. I'm not asking this. This is from the chat room. They want to know, did Austin smell? This is is from the chat room. I mean, I I didn't sniff him. I didn't sniff him, but no, I mean, I have a pretty good nose. People actually sometimes say I have a canine nose, and I tend to be able to smell, like, bed hair, body odor, armpit, and, like, just stuff like that, Um, not to get too graphic. But, no, I didn't smell anything weird, so no, even after his beard was cut. And, I mean, if, if anything were to have been exposed, it would have been there, right? So no, right. Then, you know, there was things said in the in the house, especially like when they had the the phone booth thing in there and um that kind of thing. So I guess that's why the question came up. Um Well, I guess like that's house. also what Zingbot Zingbot said right. that he stunk and that he one of the questions for the winning HOH was did Austin, um, at, uh, I can't remember what the other thing was, was more upset about being called, oh, that he stunk or that he was with Julia, I mean, Liz maybe, and I think he said that he stunk. So that's the question. No, he did not smell. Thank you so much, okay. Brophy, for not smelling him and for calling into Manic Monday. You are a winner in all aspects. <laughs> He's already jumped off. Um, all right, well, I'm trying to think of anything else. Hmm. Um, I, I can't got to spend time with Davon. Davon is awesome. Um, um, Jackie. Oh, I can't believe it. Jackie's gorgeous. I told her you gave us hair, honey. All the entire time that you were there, you, she gave us hair, and it's gorgeous. And I felt it. And it's real, and it's fabulous. And a lot of people out there think it's fake, but it was real. I pulled it and everything. Okay, we have another question. After seeing Meg and James together, do you think there's any chance that they can go beyond the friend zone? Well, I mean, I don't know. I can't answer that. Like, but I can, like, look at them and see that they're really cute, you know? Their interaction, like... But it could be just, like, BFFs, you know? Like, I could see, like, I act like that with my best friend, you know? So, I don't know. I think there's definitely a lot, like, me and Jesse, long-lasting friendship, you know? Like, whether it be male, female, I just know that they're going to be friends for a long time, forever. Definitely for sure. And with friendships, I mean, you know, you never know what's going to come from that. That would be cool, though, because they are cute. They are. I don't know if I have anything else. I mean, 
I just know that I it's a great time. Um, I get to hang out with James Ryan, and I get to see Danielle Reyes, and get to hang out with Kevin from Big Brother Canada, and Alec, and Peter, and Mert, and Lucy, who rocks, and got to see Dan Kaminsky. I love him. Um, and it was just, it was an overall work. I got to see Bunky. Um, I got to see um, Ashley and Jen Johnson and Parker, obviously, he was on last week. Um, it was, I got to see Frankie and Derek and Cody. Oh, God, I wasn't missing anybody. Oh, Spencer and McCray and Keith. Um, it was just really overall awesome. Oh, and Christine. Um, oh, and I also got to hang out with my handler for my season that I have not seen in seven years, but me and her have stayed in contact with since I left the Big Brother house. Oh, my God. That was so pretty cool. awesome. Her name is Jen Walsh, and we put a picture up. And we got to spend time together, and she used to come and play with me. And she was the one that brought me to the house. And, um, yes, so that was really a great moment for me. I mean, think about you guys. Seven years ago, I got to hang out with my handler. She's now um, with America's Got Talent, and she is just really doing well for herself, and I'm really proud of her. And I will always beat her in war. I almost broke her hand playing on the card game War. If you guys all know what war is, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah. And I want. And just to remind I people, if you're on our switchboard and you want to talk to Michelle, you must press the number one key and let us know that you want to come on air to chat with Michelle. We only have a few more minutes. Um, my voice is like about ready to go. I think I pushed it to the limit these past ten days. Um. I'm just so glad that I was able to share the memories with you guys via Facebook and Twitter and share my stories with you guys um, now. Um, I had such an amazing time. This cast is amazing, and um, we're going to be doing so many future projects together, um, one hoping um, being um, uh, Big Brother All-Stars. I mean, as you know, it's all rumors, but we love rumors, so rumor has it. Bring Portuguese Princess back in the Big Brother house. And so thank you guys for letting me share my stories with you guys. I hope it was more exciting. I wish I could have been more detailed. I think I'm pretty detailed, but I wish, like, I could have just been there with you guys. Like, you guys could have been there with me and just went through these journeys with me. And I know I've made a lot of friendships and... So cool. I hope that it doesn't get broken in All-Stars because some of the friendships are going to have to. Ooh. I'd like to know what Danielle Reyes does. She must have like a magical potion or a magical pill or something. She what? Because she just keeps She's getting ridiculous. more beautiful every year. She doesn't age a bit. And she just keeps getting more beautiful every year. I don't know she, how she does it. is gorgeous. My best way to say it, she is vintage wine, honey. She is beyond. She's gorgeous. She is the realest. 
Um, I just love her. And um, we were doing like, you know, the newbies are like all about Periscope and stuff like that. We don't have any of that crap. And they would have Periscope on and they would put like me on and her on and they were going crazy. And like these newbies are just looking at us like, what? Like, you know, you guys are killing it. And we were the OGs as we called ourselves, the OG BBs. Mm-hmm. So, um, but it was, okay, she, she has something special for sure. Here's your final question of the night. Okay. Michelle, if you go back in for All-Stars, who would be on your wish list to be in with you and who would you want to align with? You know, I I don't know if I can answer that. For me, I'm more like when I get in that house, I'm going to have to be like, oh, shit, I might lose some friendships. And what I mean by that is that I've been out of the house for seven years. I have built friendships, dear friendships, close friendships, acquaintances, and when you go in that house, there's one person that wins, and there's going to be times where there's going to be dividing in, you know, friendship based even outside of the house. Some people might take it personally. Um, Some people might say, you know what, it's a game, do what's best for you. You know, I will will not answer that question. I can say that for sure. Um, I definitely want Jesse on, and the reason why I say that is I know he's been on before, but I just would like redemption for him getting up fourth place, but I I don't think he should be back in the house because he's been in it like the most out of anybody ever. At the same time, I do. It's like one of those weird things. I don't know. I don't know. I'd rather let him put these people in, and then I need to figure shit out, and I I need to figure it out quick. (laughs) Because I need to make it to the finale, girl. And then I can can try to figure that out. You'll get there. As long as you walk walk in the house, the important thing, you got to put you in the house. Can I fill you guys in on something? Okay. So uh, when I walked into the Big Brother house, I was in the last group, right? And so I walked in the house. I took one step in the house, and I said, I just did one of my bucket lists in life, and it was walking in the house. My next step in the house, I said, I'm going to be on Big Brother All-Stars. I said I would have never been able to say I could actually accomplish this bucket list unless I took that first step in the Big Brother house, and I just did it. So bring it on. Here and that's go. what I did before I walked in the house. That's a God honest truth, and it would be so ironic if I got in that house and my last step out of that house would be a winner. There you go. Talk about a story. Epicness. Well, we have gone a little bit over our time, but I think it's well overdue. Um, it was definitely... We had to fill you guys in. I know you guys wanted to hear it all. Thank you, chat room, for being such fantastic listeners and for being as amazing as you are. Um, next week we have Johnny Mac coming on, so get yourselves prepped up. You have a week. No ifs, ands, or buts. Be prepared. Bring your questions. Bring your A game. I know you can. I know Mondays are hard, but prep. 
eat lots of popcorn and sip lots of tea because we're going to be doing a lot of that. Thank you, Cherry and Paul, for everything you do. And um, also, Ed Brophy, for calling in. Listeners, thank you that are listening or going to be listening to it. And thanks again for everybody for another fantastic Big Brother 17 season. I wake up in the morning sometimes going to my phone and wondering what happened in the live feeds, and then I say, oh, my God, there's nothing that happened. (laughs) I need to make my own live feeds. So I go and I play chess by myself and make a pillow for it and say, this is for you, Jesse. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I hope I made you guys out there laugh or spit out whatever you were eating or drinking. Love you guys. And let's close out the show, Cherry and Paul. All right. Well, I want to remind everybody to be back here on Thursday night for our Survivor Mike on the Mic show with Big Mike Albright. That show is also at 7 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Central now. So I know we've changed the time from last year, but it's nice having it a little bit earlier. Um, So be back here for that. And then back here again for the Amazing Race Second Pit Stop show on Sunday with Luis Gerardo as our host. And then... Back here again on next Monday for the Manic Monday Show with Michelle Costa. So all of our shows start at 7 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Central now. We're going to close this one out tonight with Ron, as we always do. Hope you guys all have a wonderful week. Take care, everybody. Have a great night. Here's Ron to take us out. Good night, everybody. I want to finish off the show with a little music and say to all of my listeners, thank you guys, and thank you all for coming in. bless you and thank you for listening to the show and it was a great one it's always a great one with Michelle on Manic Mondays say good night guys good night good night and that's a wrap be kind to each other out there